What's up, Jacob Roach, Sean Cavanaugh, 15th man. The NBA is back, and I can't contain my excitement. I watched so much basketball this weekend, Sean. I have, I actually have... Did you sleep? I, I didn't sleep much. When do you sleep? You, tell, tell the people your hours and how the heck you're going to fit in West Coast timed basketball into your hours. All right, so I work Monday through Friday, midnight through 10 to noon some days. Brutal. Okay, and I also work Sunday mornings. <laughs> so Friday, I usually get off at noon, and I will sleep until about 8 p.m. on Fridays. So this Friday, I slept until 8 p.m., and since I bought League Pass, all I did pretty much from 8 p.m. Oh, you're watching replays. Yes. Okay. From 8 p.m. to about 2, 3 a.m., I was just going condensed replays, full replays. Boom, That's the way boom, to go, boom. honestly. Then I knocked out a bunch of basketball again on Saturday. It's more on Sunday. So, yeah, I was locked in. I'm so happy it's back. But uh, you want to start? Let's start with NFL. And in our Friday podcast, we will direct heavily towards NBA, but we will still talk about NBA today. Uh, trade deadline. Uh, on the rundown, it says Premier League midseason breakout. <laughs> did you see that? Did you like the rundown I sent you? I'm ready to go. Dude, American soccer's back. Christian Pulisic, <laughs> hat trick. Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. Everton's embarrassing own goal. It was the most. So just a quick thing for you. Okay. Think like the Cleveland Browns, right? Of just how they started their game with three straight turnovers, and you're like only Cleveland. Everton is basically the Cleveland Browns of the Premier League in England. Really good. Yeah. So they're playing against a an equal, probably equal team. Everton's just like constantly in the middle of the table, you know? Okay. So they're playing against probably an even team. Actually, no, no. Brighton's much worse than them. Two to two into stoppage time. So like talking 94th minute, Everton defender slides own goal. They lose to lowly Brighton. Okay, I love that. <laughs> it's I like the that. most, like that's basically all you need to know. Even though there were great things that happened, Liverpool came back, dramatic win against Tottenham in the biggest match of the weekend. That was the best thing from the Premier League this weekend. What are you doing? That's like go time. Someone breaks into your yeah, right. Like, that's like shit. This yeah, into the line for one of us, brother. Um, where were we? Um, I was talking about Everton. Keep going on Everton. Well, that was it. That was basically you know the Premier League. That's all you needed to know. I was ready. You put it in the rundown. Early look at the WNBA 2020 season odds. Didn't what? didn't go so deep into that one. Why not? Uh, I'll take the Las Vegas Aces. No, 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 Washington Mystics, back-to-back. Okay. Book it. Elena Deladon. You know what happened was I was writing that rundown, and I was like, do I really need to write Sean a rundown? Like, am I kind of being a prick if I send a rundown? Like, we know what we talk about every week. Dude, I made a Google Doc for this exact reason. I know we did a Google Doc, but it was pure laziness. Like, (laughs) I couldn't take the two extra steps of going to my drive and going to the rundown. (laughs) So I just put in an email like a piece of shit. I have a huge – my Google Drive is ridiculously full of, like, ideas – projects and scripts that yeah would just never be finished um okay nfl week nine wow week nine okay trade deadline what anything really shock you from the deadline um i was a little shocked by the rams trading a keep to leave not because they trade a, a keep to leave because he goes because to- they needed the uh they needed the cap space to sign Jalen Ramsey, who's obviously better, and mm-hmm. he's injured. But to the Dolphins. Yeah, why would... Like, the Dolphins just eat that money for a pick? I mean, I guess, because they're just amassing picks. But it seemed like an easy way out for the Rams to just kind of dump them off. Uh, I was surprised. I woke up this morning to my uh, Jets friend who was just losing his mind, thinking they were about to trade Jamal Adams all of a sudden. And luckily for him, that didn't happen. That would have been the most surprising thing. Because, like, the Jets are not great, but no one's talking about them in the same company of, like, the Dolphins and the Redskins and the Bengals of tanking because I guess they have their quarterback. So why would you get rid of somebody on a rookie deal? I know because they don't want to pay him later, but you have to pay somebody. Like, there's a salary cap. Like, you want a good football team, you're going to have to pay good football players. And Jamal Adams is one of the best young players, especially on the defensive side of the ball in this league. Isn't that kind of sad? I wanted to see Jamal Adams go. I did. I I know the Cowboys were a big rumor. Uh, that would be exciting. I, you know, like, let's release these good people, which brings me to the thing I was most shocked at, and that was Trent Williams. Like, he, yeah, he well, that's a holdout. Just he comes back. He, Washington being stubborn, right? Yeah. He, I feel like he was destined to go to the Browns. I feel like that, that was the move. Or the Patriots. Uh, the who? <laughs> Those uh, guys. Oh, Patriots released Mike Nugent. 
No, kicking, not the nuge. Kicking problems in New England oh, is going to be the one thing that can bring them down. Stranglehold. Catch, scratch, fever. Uh, it's Ted Nugent. That one's on me. They had Young Hoku on the practice squad, but later released him. Ku signed with the Falcons after the club released Matt Bryant. So maybe the Patriots will go after Matt Bryant. Maybe they don't kick anymore. <laughs> Dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> Bill Belichick's just like, watch this. Like, I'm so ahead of all of you. Like, no, more, no more kicking. We're not kicking. Go for it on fourth down every time. Oh, we're not kicking. We're bringing Nick Fold, but he's not going to kick. He's just going to stand there. <laughs> Nick Foles. Another shocker. Surprise he's throwing the Jags. What do you do there? I was saying Nick Folk. Oh, I know it's through my Foles. mumbled Belichick thing. But well, let's go. Let's go to Jacksonville. Let's go. Let's do let's it. Let's go to Duval. Uh, you go with Gardner Minshew. Dude, Gardner Minshew is – you know what I love about him is like he, he looks like Jacksonville. <laughs> that's That's been said already. But still, like I want – Mississippi mustache. He's got. He just looks like Jacksonville. What if I told you? That Gardner Minshew has 13 touchdowns and two interceptions this season. Are you shitting me? Yeah. How does he not get Offensive Rookie of the Year? Right? I mean, I know he's had some games where he's looked a little, just like red zone offense execution-wise, it gets a little messy. But 13 touchdowns to two interceptions? Like, he's not turning the ball over. The main thing you don't want a rookie to do or the main problem is giving the ball away, and he's not doing that. I know he tries to extend plays a little too much, but a lot of times it works. Like that touchdown he had to – Conley, and I think he had another one to Shark where he's just eluding the rush, just making something happen, and ends up with a big play. I think the Magic's going with Minshew. They're 4-4 four and four right now. Wait. You got to ride it. Did you say the Magic? I said the Magic is going with <laughs> Minshew. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the Magic are like, they're going for Minshew. <laughs> like, trade that line. Markel Fultz for Gardner <laughs> Minshew straight up. Who, who says, says no? no? Who says no? <laughs> um... But he, here's the thing over him, over Kyler Murray. He's got better stats. He's playing meaningful games. And Kyler Murray is shorter than me. So you tell me why he should be. Gardner <laughs> Minshew is not much here, taller than but you. But he's know. taller than me. And he's got a mustache. And Kyler Murray's he's so meh. I'm so mid by Kyler Murray. Just meh. Yeah, seven touchdowns, four picks. They have about the same. They're both 1,900 yards passing. But Gardner, I don't know. I never know with QBR. Like, which QBR is this? Is this ESPN's QBR? Is this the QBR that I do my is own. after a hundred? After out of one, fi- like I don't know. I do my own QBRs. I have my own QBR rating. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty powerful <laughs> stuff. It's really respected in different fields. Uh, you, you know, I need to talk about the Steelers for one second, if I'm if I'm allowed. You are. Thank you for allowing me. Uh, the Steelers are very, very bad. They were down 14 nothing <laughs> to the Dolphins? To the Dolphins. To the Fins. To the Fins. <laughs> fins up. But here's my thing. The Steelers could still win that division. They're ahead of the Browns. <laughs> the Ravens have the Pats this weekend. All right, you go ahead. You you pull up the Ravens schedule, and I'm going to pour some salt in your wound and hit you with actually the Browns are the team you should probably be fearing the next few weeks. Are you kidding me? Go go with the Ravens Freddie first. F- Freddie Forklift. So tell me how the Ravens are going to fall back to the Steelers, and then okay. I'll tell you how the Browns are going to get past both of them. Are you just trying to zag? <laughs> no, I'll watch. I'm going to hit you with it. Go ahead. Okay, this weekend, Ravens, Patriots, chalk it up as a loss. See you later. Okay. Bengals, new starting QB, boom, count that as a win. <laughs> Texans, are you kidding me? Now J.J. Watt's gone. Ewing Theory, Texans, they're locked in. Oh, now you're flipping. <laughs> Rams, what I tell you? Rams, one of my favorite teams in the NFL, definitely going to beat the Ravens November 25th. December 1st, 49ers, what I've been saying to you week after week, 49ers, not overrated, great team. We'll definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what you've been saying. <laughs> we'll definitely beat the Ravens. Bills, obviously, Rex Ryan, hell of a coach. <laughs> Wait, did something happen to Rex Ryan? <laughs> Jets, good quarterback. He uh, He's not superstitious. He doesn't believe in ghosts. <laughs> he's not Definitely afraid of no beat ghosts. the Ravens. Browns, ooh, see, I don't know who I want to win that one yet. All right, let's just stop there. You have him in what, like seven, nine and seven-ish? Yeah. Okay, so here you go. The Browns right now are two and five, right? Mm-hmm. Third place in that division. They go to the Broncos. Brandon Allen, win. They get the Bills at home. That'll be a sloppy game, but they're at home. Although the Browns haven't played well at home. So you coin toss. Baker Mayfield's played better than Josh Allen, despite what you might think based off of the records. I would lean Browns there. Then they get the Steelers at home. You never know with those two, but it's a win there. Then they get the Dolphins. Then they get the Steelers again. And then they get the Bengals. And then they get the Cardinals. 
So they're just going to feast on these crappy teams. The Browns are going to be right back, and it's very possible they could be 9-7. and seven. They end with the Bengals, the Ravens and Bengals. So you got to think both Bengals wins, at least one of the Steelers wins, the Dolphins and the Broncos, and then maybe the Cardinals. This is a very, very soft schedule. Don't count out the Browns, despite Freddie Kitchens calling. I will always count out the Browns. We just had a colossal trade in fantasy basketball happen. What? We just had a colossal trade happen in our fantasy basketball league. Check that out. Why go on and why the Steelers will win the 2019-2020 Super Bowl. But, no, the Steelers are actually terrible. Their their offense is abysmal, uh, and their defense is fun but not super effective, obviously, because, you know, the Dolphins score twice. That's kind of embarrassing. They didn't get Mariota at the deadline. I guess we're relying on Mason Rudolph until Ben comes back and is injured again because Ben likes to get hurt, and this isn't an injury I think Ben's going to recover from at all. Um, This trade is whack, dude. (laughs) Right? This is not a good trade. (laughs) Okay. Mike Conley, DeAndre Ayton, and Miles Bridges. DeAndre Ayton, who's serving a 25-game suspension. 22 or 20 more. Miles Bridges has been like the third best young player on the Hornets right now for Jeremy Lamb, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Russell Westbrook. I'm playing what it do this weekend, so I'm pumped, actually. I'm I'm feeling good now. It's a good one, actually. Should I veto this? No, 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 no. We're going to want that to go through. That helps me this week. Um Steelers, not good. Dolphins win this week at Jets. Go ahead. We're done with Pittsburgh. <laughs> this, this division, all we know is all that we can agree on, only one of these teams is making the playoffs. Despite the AFC being so <laughs> yes. bad, only one of these teams is making the That's playoffs. That's really brave of you to say. Thank you. <laughs> that's a really hot take. Really going out on a limb here. I think Texans and Colts are the that's that's one of those it's one of those wins, one of those gets in a wild card, and the other one I think will be Bills, right? Like, isn't isn't that the general consensus? Yeah, just based off of their record, and I agree, the second team's going to come from the South. Yeah. Although the West, you have you know the Chargers get lucky, but they're done. They're done, dude. I think they're like defeated, like mentally. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders are a fun team. Maybe they sneak in. Somewhere, are we sure they're a fun team? I don't know. Actually, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> like, are, I've never been like, ooh, he can't wait to watch his Gruden offense. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, not a fun team. Um, so it's are we officially halfway through? Is that mm. uh, everyone will have played eight games after this week? So we're, so we're halfway through more. the season, but not everyone has played. When are we crossing games. off more teams? After next week. Okay. And I was looking I at wait. it. It's going to be tough right now, but I feel like after this week, it might actually be pretty easy to get rid of. Fully, we already got rid of eight. I think it might be easy to get rid of sixteen. I think this when you look at this slate. The matchups are pretty even, so we will be able to tell a lot from this week. Yeah. Like, this will be a tell sign of, like, a lot of these teams. Like, we'll finally know, are the Redskins all in? Are they going to make that last push or not after this <laughs> week? <laughs> but, like, Vikings, Chiefs, like, we'll see if Matt Moore is ready to take that next step. <laughs> oh, so you're talking about the Steelers winning the division. They were on our crossed-off list. I we- know. I Dude, I am the, I'm, a, I'm a really bad homer, man. <laughs> I'm a really, really bad homer. I really am. Um they're a pick'em. Indy's <laughs> a pick'em. I don't understand that line at all. That's insane. The Steelers like are Vegas is clearly telling you that they don't believe in the five and two Colts. God, they don't believe in the Third Reich. <laughs> That's, That's a good thing. That's probably they should. That's what I call the Colts fan club. <laughs> do you think that will play well? <laughs> no. I forgot that I used to do that with my friends. Like. On Madden behind closed doors, but I just took that nickname public. It's funny. It's we can we can joke about it. A new movie's coming out. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say there's a whole Jojo movie. Rabbit's coming out. Wait, they've been they have been actually making comedic Holocaust movies like for a long time. Like during it was going on, we were making fun of like not so much the Holocaust. Seventy years later, they're like, I think it's okay. Um, it's not too soon anymore. I'm just trying to. Dig myself out yeah. of this hole right <laughs> I was like, now. I don't know what's like, going on there. Fill me a ladder here. <laughs> um, let's just start naming off some games to segue out of that corner. Hey, you want to go Dangerous Dogs to start let's as, we, da- as we look ahead to week nine? Let's do it. All right, so we're going to recap from last week. Ooh, bad week for This me. is all about integrity now. We're going to keep track. So two weeks ago, you had the Saints, Eagles, and Cardinals. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember. I know the Saints beat the Bears that week. Cardinals won too. The Cardinals won and the Eagles lost to the yep. Cowboys. Yep. So you were two and one. Mm-hmm. I only had the Saints one and zero. Oh. Last week we got our faces kicked in. <laughs> I took the Panthers. Even if you took it on the spread, I had plus six at one time. <laughs> it didn't matter. Fifty-one to fourteen. Take that. Fly home to Charlotte with your head held on your hands. You went on a bigger limb. Took the Bengals. Even. Sprinkled a little on the money line. I woke up. How'd that work out for you? I woke up dangerous. They almost had. They almost covered the spread. Did you see what happened at the end of that game? Uh, No, I didn't watch a minute of that game. And I yeah, I I don't blame it. So, um, the Andy Dalton's driving down the field, meaningless, just complete garbage time. It was the longest drive I've ever seen. I'll get the actual time for you. The Rams were up fourteen. Nice. So, actually, no. They were up 17, I believe. I want to close my eyes like I'm there. (laughs) All right. Picture yourself. The game's in London. There's a bunch of flags waving. No, the Rams were up 14. There's a bunch of flags waving around. A lot of different random jerseys. There's some Blake Bortles jerseys (laughs) thrown in there. A lot of people just confused. A lot of loud cheers for the kicking. Is it it Bortles Rams jerseys? Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) I just imagine because the Rams play there a lot. Yeah. Or maybe Bortles uh, Jags jerseys too. Because like the Jags yeah, the play, Jags play, play there every too, year. Yeah. Okay. So, regardless, Blake Bortles. Let is me involved. take you down, down fourteen. Let me take you down a twelve-play, seventy-five-yard, one-minute and fifty-three-second drive, where on third and goal with eight seconds left, Andy Dalton passes short right to Auden Tate, nine yards, touchdown. Bengals get inside the number, but wait. Let's go to the, as they would say in England, VAR. Let's go to VAR, and they reviewed the pass. Oh, no, reversed, incomplete. Fourth and nine, last play, five seconds. Andy Dalton comes back, fires to Tate again, incomplete pass, Rams cover. That's Cincinnati football. That's just Cincinnati football. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about that, Sean. That's Cincinnati football. So if you had the Bengals like you did, it's brutal. Listen, the Bengals got to catch a win, right? Plus 13. You got you got So right now our records going into this week, you are two, two, and, two. and three and two. Three and two? Yeah. No, no, no two, two and two. Two and two, and I am one and one. Yeah, because you only take one a week because uh you don't like to get dangerous. Because Sean. the NFL sucks, remember? You don't like to get dangerous, Sean, but I do. I like to live in danger. And uh so this week <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. I'm ready. I'm, see, I don't just want to be like, oh the, the the Redskins every week, okay? But there is some Method behind this one. <laughs> when have you ever said the red? Who does that? No one's like, I'm going to take the Redskins blindly. Who the fuck the Bengals on the money line in London? Sean, I did that. <laughs> well, I laughed at you then, too. So. <laughs> Not me, you. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Not, you, Not you, me. That's from Prisoners. Okay. You got to like... I like the Titans this week. Tighten up. Okay. I big Ryan Tannehill fan. Okay, is it Tannehill or Tannehill? I've I, I always heard, heard Tannehill until this yes, year. Yes, <laughs> This is like a Bernstein, Bernstein's bear. There's been a huge influx of Tannehill. It's it's Tannehill. My favorite is Chris Berman when he does like the NFL primetime show. He only commits to it halfway. Like he's also confused. Just be like Tannehill, Tannehill. <laughs> Hill. Well, I think the Panthers are down. I think Kyle Island loses another one, so Cam can come back. No questions asked. Um, and, yeah, I like him at plus 75. You guys know me. I'm a big money better, so I always bet money lines because that's the <laughs> best way to bet. When that's you, where the value is, that's, dude. Yeah, it's, I'm a value better. Um, so I'm taking Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. I don't know why Marcus Mariota is still on that roster. Why is he not in the Steel City? I'm not sure. But I just think the Panthers are going to drop two. I'm basing this off of narrative. Like this is NFL. This is football narrative. The Panthers need to lose in this spot. That's all the NFL is about. For Who needs the game more? Yeah. Who wants it more? This is for the better of how this season should progress. Must that, win? Are you saying it's a must win? It's not a must win, but for the narrative of the season, the Panthers need to lose here so Cam can come back, and so it can kind of throw up that second wild card spot. Because I don't know who's going to come out in that second spot actually. Of the uh, NFC, yeah, yeah your I, guess is as good as mine. So this will kind of shake it up and put some more pressure on that spot. So yeah, let's run, let's run Titans there, and then let's run. Um, you know, I, I'm just gonna ba- solely base this off the fact that it's. Um, should I do it? Should I pick Cardinals <laughs> against the Niners? <laughs> I think. The, I mean, I on Thursday the, night, weird yeah, things happen. Thursday night, weird things happen. The Niners aren't thinking about this game. 
Okay. And like I said earlier in this podcast, Kyler Murray, Murray, offensive player of the year, rookie offensive player of the year. He's he's tall. He's a good passer. <laughs> I like his game. Yep, the, you said all these things. So those are my two ninja stocks. Uh, uh, in, in all reality, it's Thursday. It's weird. And I think the Niners... Look ahead game for the Niners. Yes, they get exactly. the Seahawks. Look ahead, look ahead game to Russell Wilson. So let's go uh, Cardinals and Titans this week. And you know what? Let's put on the parlay. Let, let, let's see what that parlay looks like. You want to see what that parlay looks yeah, like? Yeah, you're getting the... Cardinals at what? You got plus ten on the spread. I got uh, plus three fifty in the money plus line. Plus three fifty on plus the money line. Seventy. So let's say you know I usually bet ten thousand dollars. <laughs> if I bet ten dollars, I get one hundred thirteen. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. It's all about the value. And when I retire this Sunday after I hit that parlay, no one will hear from me again. <laughs> Those are my dogs. All right, you think yours were ugly? Are you ready for this? Is this just going to become a pissing contest <laughs> of who can pick worse teams? Because I really hope it does. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to go with the fighting Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, the fighting Fitzpatrick's? Dude, it's a good spot for him. So they were on Monday night. They were about plus 14. Or no, more than that, right? Plus 15. Plus 15. Yeah. So everyone who had the Dolphins that night sweating the entire game, they finally get inside the number. I think this is the week where, you know, most people would say, okay, I'm never betting on the Dolphins again. No, 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 I'll, I'll go. I'll follow that train. They get the Jets. Jets quarterback is seeing ghosts. I don't know, have you heard that story? I don't know if you heard about no, it. No, is, that a, bi- is that a big thing right now? I don't know. There's like a mascot made fun of him, like wearing a costume. I don't know if you caught that. It's, I don't know if that was it's a been big, a thing. big thing. I don't, I it's been heard. like a really underreported story. So he's a paranormal investigator? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. Uh, Sam Darnold is very spiritual, and he's, oh. he's training to become a medium. Oh, so he speaks okay, to okay. the other side. I think that's what I heard. I didn't he's, read too much he's about clairvoyant. it. Clairvoyant. Yeah, again, very oh. underreported story. Okay, cool. So they're going in to me, uh, muggy Miami. Mm-mm-mm. Long, wrong road trip. Division South rivals. Beach. They're getting three points on the road. Opened up five and a half. So clearly, the betters agree with me. Early action on mm. the Dolphins. So I'm not alone here. Sharp play by you, Sean. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and make this a uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Slash Adam Gase reverse revenge game. Mm, okay. So the Dolphins, I feel like, are going to be more motivated to beat Adam Gase, even though a lot of the players who didn't like Adam Gase are not on the Dolphins anymore. But let's just scratch that. that does, those facts don't matter. We don't operate with facts here. No. It's, those Dolphins are going to be motivated to yes. beat Adam Gase. Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of his, it's on his revenge tour. Wait, he played I, for the Jets. Didn't Adam Gase famously say he hates Cubans? And that's why everyone's kind of fired up in the city of Miami. Okay, so you were down in the hole, and you dug yourself out, and I now you just kept taking deeper. Sean, I didn't say that. Adam Gase said that. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So, yeah, there's my really ugly, dangerous dog. Take the dangerous dolphins against the Jets. Also, you have to throw in Akib Talib's veteran presence on that yeah, team. Yeah, a great locker room guy. Everyone's going to be fired up. He's got his chains on. Someone's going to try and rip him off. He might rip someone else's off. I don't know. It's it's you know it's Miami it's South Beach there's no rules just a lot of cocaine I like that pick I love that pick I do if there's ever a week for the Dolphins to win they're pretty much like they're pretty much on a winning streak like, like, like <laughs> last well, night some people would say they're seven and zero last <laughs> night was a winning streak for them scoring two touchdowns against the Steelers is a winning streak it's it's the equivalent to a winning streak I like that pick Sean I respect the hell out of it um, and I think we're gonna. Be talking next week, very rich men. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, very rich. You're gonna get that hundred dollars. What does it get? hundred thirteen dollars, man. You know much? You know much money I can buy with hundred thirteen dollars? <laughs> Think about it for a second. All right. Um, let's talk about a couple key games this week. I think the game that we're all probably most excited for is probably uh, Patriots Ravens to see how Belichick game plans for Lamar. Um, so I think that's interesting. I a lot I've heard a lot of people say earlier that he's gonna be you know all in because classic Bill Belichick. Hey, he takes away what the other team does best. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but what is that? Is that gonna be? I'm gonna force Lamar to uh, you know I'm gonna take away the deep ball so he can only complete short routes, or is he just gonna load the box, contain Lamar Jackson, make him a thrower? I think it'll be really interesting. One of the I think the strategy there would actually be more of just sell out on the run. That back end of the Patriots defense is so good that mm-hmm. let him throw. I think Bill Belichick would be more inclined to just, we're just going to contain, contain, contain. Not even like pressure him sacks wise, just don't let Lamar Jackson get outside of the pocket. Just contain, contain, contain. 
The interesting part of it is, though, is Lamar Jackson's so good that it's not going to matter. That he's just going to be able to make guys miss. We haven't seen a guy been able to run with the ball since, I don't know, like Michael Vick. Just the way he eludes people is insane. So I think that's the matchup to watch where if, Bel- if Belichick's going to be inclined to stop one thing, maybe he'll lean in on, like, you know, I'm going to force this team to mm-hmm. open it up the passing game. Uh, you know, I just realized it's kind of a bummer. The Falcons don't play this weekend, so I cannot make fun of the Falcons. Dude, that's Matt sucks. Schaub, what are we going to do without Matt Schaub? Dude, Matt Schaub is – he's a ghost. <laughs> that's <laughs> That Sam Darnold was seen. He was like, is that a ghost? Uh, that guy's dead, right? No, I think it's actually a great breakdown by you. To, and and that's, a, that's a great guess because I think a lot of people are going to come out and say, oh, he's going to just con- stop that run. He's not going to let him run. But like, that's a very Belichickian thing to do is say, hey, man, go ahead and run. Like, beat us down the field. Uh, I, that's a great analysis. Uh, you know, I, And I know my opinion matters a lot to you. <laughs> uh, you. No, it does. I mean it. What is the NFL doing again? We got two... Late afternoon I know. games. That's such a bummer. Those are the games I really like to watch. Wait, how the, many teams are on by this three, week? Four of them. Four? Yeah, all my favorite teams. The Bengals and the Falcons? Yeah, those are my two favorite teams. Um, Chargers-Packers. Doesn't this kind of feel like the Chargers Oh, it's because there's a London game at 6.30 yeah. Pacific. Doesn't it feel like the Chargers might win this Packers game? I, Maybe. I've got that. No, like, actually, you know what? No. I've got that I changed vibe, my dude. mind. I've got that vibe. You go ahead. You go yours. I'm going to strongly disagree with well, you. Well, the Chargers have that really strong home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best advantage in the in the league. You know, That's I, all you got? <laughs> I feel like this week we are just like so broken down from week slates. It's like, no, at, this week's pretty bad. And now it's just like, you know what? Like, just It's like we looked at the NFL and said, hey, just, just fuck us up this Wait, week. Wait, I was wrong. There's four late afternoon games. This other side I'm looking at is way off. Well, I don't count the night game. No, no, there's oh, four. No, there is. Oh, yeah. the Lions-Raiders. My bad. Um, I was wrong first. So yeah, like okay. this this week I just like, do, do we have to look at all of these? Because these are just, they don't suck. They're just not exciting. No. Like there's going to be a lot of close games this weekend. But I'm going to go back to you on the Packers-Chargers. I don't understand this line. The Packers are three-point favorites in L.A. You got to think, oh, wow. um, road game, right? Like you said, great home field advantage. No, 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 no. That's going to be 95% Packers yeah. fans. That's basically going to be a home game for the Packers. You think, oh, travel, it's a long way to go. They just flew into Kansas City. Great game back and forth. That's a much tougher environment. They won that game, no problem. The Chargers got lucky as hell last weekend. And you know what? You know who, uh, which, there's two quarterbacks in this game, right? Do you know which one actually lives in LA in the offseason? Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers loves LA. He's going to feel right at home. He's closer to home than. Freaking Philip Rivers is when he drives from San Diego. He's probably like staying at his house. Exactly. <laughs> this is Packers minus three is not enough. They should be treated as the home team. This should be like six and a half. Definitely. If I'm laying, I know we did dangerous dogs. If you want me to pick a favorite, that's candy. Just give me the Aaron Rodgers against the Chargers. Okay. Um, what else am I excited for? I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for the Colts Steelers. Is that a favorable time for me? Um, I can't wait to illegally stream that game on buff streams buff streams (laughs) um you know it's a bummer the nba like streams kind of gone like that's why like i got league pass because it's just not as reliable i feel like and you know it's and you can't watch replays on it so that's that's why i caved league pass isn't bad man 30 bucks a month not not a bad deal yeah especially if your hours are off where you can yeah not know the score and you get a condensed replay plus you see a lot more when you know what happens like when you're watching live, you get distracted. You get more into like the yeah. TV side of things that they show, and kind of hear the announcers what they're talking about, and that generates kind of your opinion sometimes. But if you're watching the replay, it's more filmy, and you get it's, more. of just You can kind of like hone thinking. in on like certain aspects yeah. of the game that you want to look at because you already know the score. And you're like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much watching film. Like, I, I'm, yeah. like I'm like I know who won, but I need to see. But then you get it for the first time too, so you're not bored. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I, I need to see X, Y, and Z on a certain amount of games. I think one game we skipped over that's going to be exciting if Patrick Mahomes comes back yeah. is Vikings at the Chiefs. I, you know, a lot of people saying like, don't rush Mahomes back. You already lost a couple of games. You won mm-hmm. one that maybe you shouldn't. Matt Morris looks serviceable. Just keep him out. But if they're playing, I don't know, like games at home. You but never still, know if Kirk Cousins no, that, on the that's road. That's a really good point, Sean. Like, what, what if they drop down the five and four? Yeah, this like, team is. What you, I told you, you before, want to be in that position. Yeah, what have I told you before the season? The Chiefs were going to lose three home games, and all of those were with Patrick. Well, one of them wasn't, but. Two of them with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he lost a at home. At home. Yeah. Twice. 
was before halfway through the season. So yeah, if they dropped to five and four, like that's not an ideal spot, especially with the surging Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to have to go up for the wild card against the surging Steelers after that hot win. Ah, oh, man, I hate Kirk Cousins, but he's playing well, and I hate it. He's playing really well. The Vikings are ever so, since we mocked him. The Vikings are so gray. Just <laughs> they're just so meh. I'm not Dalvin Cook's not meh. Dalvin Cook, yeah, sure, but I'm still not. Like, God, he's got a lot of yards. He's awesome. Uh, he's good at football, man. Definitely better than me. Miami Central. Um, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not excited, but I'm not percolated by the Vikings. But they're no, I agree. They're a good you. football team. Uh, and actually, a sneaky team. You know, that's that second wild card spot. The Vikings. Yeah, in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, you got to think the North might get two, and the West is probably going to get two. Yeah, if not, maybe even three. So it's bad news for the Panthers. If they keep hanging around. The East is definitely a one team division. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be like a three fourteen. The, the wild card race is gonna be way more excited than the playoff race this year. The sad part of it is that like you could take all those teams, probably the last two or three that won't make it, and they'd probably be the top wild card in the AFC. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Because yeah, but you know what? Let's just fast forward. It's gonna be. I I already see it now. I was thinking about this yesterday. Okay. We already know the Super Bowl, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be Tom Brady mm-hmm. versus either revenge game. Multiple storylines against Jimmy G and the Niners. Ooh. You got Kyle Shanahan rematch. You got Belichick versus the uh, Kyle Shanahan again. You got mm-hmm. Tom Brady against his hometown team. Mm-hmm. You got Jimmy G versus Tom Brady. The storylines are endless. Mm-hmm. Two of the best defenses in the league right now. Or you're going to get Rodgers versus Brady. Which is something we like have it, wanted so many it's times. It's like LeBron and Kobe. We yeah. never got it. We need to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're going to get Breeze and Brady, another thing we probably should have had last year, yeah, a yeah. thing that, you know, the two aging greats still mm-hmm. still working it. Saints coming off of two ridiculous ends to seasons the last two years. Do they have the magic to beat the Patriots? Or, and I feel like that's it. Or you have Mason Rudolph <laughs> against the Packers revenging, <laughs> avenging that 2011 loss. And I know I don't want to count out Mahomes if he comes back and plays incredible like he did last year. But right now, you got to think it's a big hole to dig out from. And everybody, the Patriots are just going to be in it. I do not think this is a Chiefs here anymore. So let's just skip ahead to the playoffs and let's get to that Super Bowl. One of those <laughs> if I had that option three matchups. To skip to the Super Bowl tomorrow. I might. <laughs> I would say no, though. <laughs> Even though the football's bad, no, it's po- playoff, still better you than... You don't want to miss playoff It's football. still the best like regular season... Actually, second best regular season sport behind college football. There, I said it. And then the NBA is first. Um, <laughs> you want to go to the NBA? All right, let's go to the hardwood. Okay. I have copious amounts of notes. All right, you go ahead. Hit me with that film study, league pass film study. I, I, I seriously, I was I was actively taking notes. Um, all right, let's start. This is uh, one of the games I really honed in on Friday, the next Nets, <laughs> the Nets and Knicks game. <laughs> The Nets cannot play defense. <laughs> they are in a abysmal team defensively. Terrible. Wait, terrible. the Knicks or the Nets? The Nets. Okay. The Nets cannot play defense. They are one of the worst defensive units I have like seen in a while. They're very, <laughs> they're very bad at defense, and uh, the Knicks not terrible. I, everything I said about the Knicks in the offseason has stood to be true. They are competitive. <laughs> they can score points. Bobby Portis went off last Bobby night. Bobby Portis and I dropped him in fantasy. For J.J. Redick, who I just dropped for Jordan Clarkson. The fighting power forwards. Dude, the fighting forwards, exactly where I thought they were going to be. All right. The fighting Fizdale forwards. I'm not going to make us sit through all my notes, but here's a couple things more. No, hit them with me. I got time. All right, all right. Lakers, um, Celtics, Raptors notes. Okay. Okay. Brown and Tatum, they haven't had a fun season yet. They kind of look tight because they never. That first year was pretty fun. But. They, they never got that fun, like, hey, this season doesn't matter. Let's go do fun stuff season. They never got that season, so they kind of play tight. That's what I realized. Definitely last year, I would agree with you. They haven't had a season where it's like, ooh, we, like, let's do this thing. It, it, it's always been pressure, pressure, pressure. Even, I mean, Jalen Brown came in their first year, and I want to say they uh, went to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. So, like, he, like they, they look tight when they play. They don't look like two young guys having fun, um, which hopefully – uh, shifts this season. Gordon Way- Gordon Hayward has to be mean. He has to be a fucking dog this year because he's like 
We don't have an enforcer. We don't have a bruiser. He's going to play some time at the four. He has got to be really mean, and he has to be really aggressive to show people that he's 100% healthy and not afraid to go up on people. That's what he, he still has a little bit of timidness. He has to play mean. Uh, Pascal Siakam is everything that Jalen Brown was supposed to be. That's what I realized from that game. That's like, that, that's like he stole Jalen Brown. Like that was that was like what we thought Jalen Brown was going to be this defender who could create shots, make athletic plays, and Siakam is what Jalen Brown should be. I hate IU players. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sneaky IU players in the NBA, and none of them are good. Besides, have fans. you heard the basketball's big in Indiana? I have heard a little rumor about that. Um, Lakers notes: Danny Green is playing really hard. He's the only person playing defense. <laughs> he he is playing out of control. Um, I can't wait to have A.V. Bradley and Rondo back in the backcourt. Why Why is no one talking about this, that they're getting reunited once Rondo comes back, the old Celtics backcourt? I didn't even remember them being yeah. together at the same time. They, I thought Rondo was gone by then. No, because A.V. Bradley was there for the big three. Yeah. He, he replaced Ray Allen while Ray Allen was still there. I can't wait to watch those two guard Westbrook and Harden and do a 2012 throwback. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. Uh, Dwight Howard's good at rebounding. <laughs> That's just a note I have. He's, he's not dead. I said he wasn't going to make this roster after the yeah, training camp. Yeah, I know. He had a really good game yeah. two nights ago or last night. Uh, LeBron is fine. This is old. Minus his like, hairline. Minus his hair falling out. He's a little stressed. He's got to move with his fires mm-hmm. and everything. Um, the Pelicans and Rockets game is really boring, and it shouldn't have been. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Warriors have now moved back to 101 odds to win the NBA championship after this weekend. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Um, I mean, they played like it. Well, D'Lo and Steph, they won last night. And it's because the offense was flowing, and D'Lo and Steph are having fun together. That's and they played the Pelicans. And they played the Pelicans. Uh, the Raptors' throwback jerseys and the Bulls' throwback jerseys were fucking awesome. The Raptors like Those the Raptors were ones. amazing. Um, Anthony Davis, you have to play center. Stop being soft. <laughs> There are three big centers in the league. Like, don't be worried about – you have Rudy and Jokic and Embiid. Those are the only three big, scary centers. You're fine. Play center. I'm sick of it. And can we stop saying – this is my final note. Can we stop saying that the Spurs are the Patriots of the NBA? Can we stop saying that? Because they are not. The Patriots are way better on the scale of their sport than the Spurs are. We're never like, ooh – the Spurs, every year we don't think the Spurs can win the finals. Every year we think the Patriots can win the Super Bowl. That's fair. The Spurs-Patriots comparisons have got to stop. The Patriots are way more dominant. That's fair. That was my long-winded notes from this All weekend. right, let me hit you with some. I'll start with the Spurs. Spurs are 3-0. and I know. With uh, DeRozan averaging 20 points, 22 a game. Aldridge is over 20. They got three other guys with at least 13 in White, Murray, and Forbes. This team is clicking. They almost gave up a huge lead against the Blazers, although they came back from a Big deficit in that game. I think both teams had 15-point leads in that game. Uh, Lillard hits almost another dame-time buzzer beater that was halfway down, should have gone in. But Spurs, 3-0. There's one shocking thing. Timberwolves, 3-0. How about mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns getting some MVP talk? He's been awesome. Not only just classic double-double machine, but his jumper from three has been wet so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timberwolves, big surprise. Remember how I made a joke after the first night? I'm already done with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wasn't so wrong about that one. This team <laughs> looks terrible. Awful. This team is so boring to watch. I've never <laughs> seen like somebody need Zion more. I don't even know if Zion can save them. I think JJ Reddick's going to ask for a trade. He's got to keep yeah. that playoff streak alive. He's like, what the heck did I do? I could have been in LA. Mm-hmm. Could have been with the Sixers still. They've looked bad. I've watched way too much of them. I think I've watched all of their games. Well, I feel like they've been on national TV because everyone brought into yeah. the Zion stuff, and they look bad. Another surprise. How about the Heat? Well, not real surprise to me. More of just surprise of they've been without Butler. They've been without James Johnson. They've been without Deion Waiters. They've basically been rolling out like a G League lineup. Mm-hmm. You thought this team was going to win a lot of games based off of the defense. Not so much so far. They've The lowest points they've allowed is 116, but they're gritty. Yeah, coming back from that deficit against the Bucks on the road, uh, again essentially a G League squad down early against the Grizzlies came back, won that game on a huge run late. This team's solid, and I don't know, are they going to be better without Jimmy Butler or when Jimmy Butler comes back? I think he's going to come back tonight. We're recording this on a Tuesday. He they is, get the yeah. Hawks. That maybe you would think they'd be even better than that with Butler, but hopefully you know he doesn't bring his usual Jimmy Butlerness. Mm-hmm. But the Heat, definitely one of the teams to look out for. One of the few early surprises. And then I want to get to the Sixers. I know they're 3-0. and 
Everybody loved the Sixers. Trendy pick to win the finals. I know you love the Sixers. Defensively, <laughs> defensively, they're going to be amazing. But the one thing, remember, you like their roster, but I was the one thing that worried me. <laughs> just really pouring it on. One thing that worried me was late game situations, right? So I was really interested against that uh, against the Hawks last night on Monday night. Who was going to take that last shot? And mm -hmm. for a while there, no one looked like they wanted to shoot. They were just passing the ball around. They finally get to get it to Tobias Harris. Not a great look, but it looked like, okay, Tobias Harris is going to be the late game guy. And in the playoffs, I don't know if you really like that. But then they did They did a great job of when they got the – when uh, Trey Young, John Collins gets that tip in off the free throw miss, ties the game up. Sixers get the ball again to win it. They were tied, and they went for two. You know, they fed Embiid, mm -hmm. go to your best guy, because a couple of possessions before, Embiid was taking, like, a fadeaway from three. Like, what are you doing? This is not what you're supposed to be doing. Like, clutch situations, Embiid, get low. You're not down by three. You don't need the three. Just bully your way to the rim, and he did, gets fouled, makes both of his free throws, which was impressive. So you think if they're down less than three, they're going to go to Embiid in the post, and that's going to be hard to stop. But when mm -hmm. this team's down three, it's going to be a rush shot to Tobias Harris, and I don't know if that's the recipe to success. And this speaks to a larger thing, just watching games so far, just in basketball in general, both levels. Like the Pistons and Pacers, for instance, the Pacers were down one, get the ball late, get a timeout. I think it was like two seconds or something left, so they're going to get a shot to win the game. And they go for a three. Teams, why are they shooting threes all the time? You're not down three. You're not, like... Even if you're down two, go mm -hmm. for the tie. Go. You don't have to force up a three to go for the win every time. Or like, I know they did a great job. Like the Sixers defensively, where Vince Carter takes like another. I mean, it was sprinting last late game situation. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of time left on the clock, but he sprints down and takes a fadeaway three. Like you don't need it. If you're gonna take a bad shot, take a bad two. Don't like dribble, 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 and then step back. Like I know that's like a good rhythm for a lot of people, but you don't need the three. Drive to the rim, like you saw what happened with the Jazz and the Suns on Monday night, where Donovan Mitchell drives to the rim and he gets fouled. Like Devin Booker, bad foul, plays defense too hard, and then he makes the two free throws, wins the game. Like you don't need the three at the end of the game. I don't understand why teams keep settling for this. I have one correction. Um, Devin Booker has never played defense too hard. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, bad defense. You're right. If he fouled, it wasn't good defense. In 2K, I used to say, hey, listen, I'm just going to give you two so I can whoop that ass in overtime. Okay, that's the mentality I had. Uh, do you remember two podcasts ago when I said that Kendrick Nunn was going to be the best player in the Heat? He's been killing it. <laughs> do you remember what I called that? Here's Although, I was trying to pick him up in our fantasy last night, and you laughed at me. So Yeah, because I think he's going to cool off. He's not. Gonna, oh, that's fair. He's not going to be scored. The first week of the NBA has more weird shit Yeah, he's been balling. Uh, I think the one thing that, and that feels like a weird thing that might stick is the Timberwolves. I think Big Cat is really going to play hard this year, and I think they're going to be pushing for the playoffs towards the end. Um. That's like that, that feels. Yeah, he's averaging thirty-two and eleven. No, thirty-two and thirteen right now. Wow, I gotta I gotta check out his MVP odds. You know, it's a wide. I know they went down. I don't know to what, but I know shift. they've moved already. Uh, it's 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 a pretty wide open MVP market. Um, Giannis is good at basketball. <laughs> Did you see that first night? His first, twenty-eight minutes, he had like a ridiculous. He keeps fouling out I though. Know. I know games have gone to overtime and stuff, but I don't know if that's something like the refs are just calling his game differently or what's going on. I haven't, be honest, watched a ton of Bucks games besides the one against the Rockets. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's fouled out at least twice already, right? In three or four games. I feel like he might be trying to do too much in the defensive end because maybe he wants. I mean, he wants to get both um, awards. Also, Justice Winslow. Like that guy this year, dude. The Heat are good. The Heat are good, and I uh, I talked a lot of shit about the Heat. Uh, maybe one of the teams I've been the most off on, and the Pacers. Um, also, the Pistons weirdly good. D Rose, cats fifty one percent from three right now. Wow, D Rose is balling, dude. Droz, Droz. Oh, what was his name? Pooh Bear. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Not a D Rose fan. Not a <laughs> um. But look, also, let's touch on the Mavericks, dude, because I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in on Luka. I'm all in on KP. Like, I love this team this year. I'm picking them tonight against the Nuggets. I like that play. Um, okay. You know me. I'm not. I'm not. We don't usually. We don't usually give out NBA plays here, but. Uh, That's I'm, fair. That's I'm fine. giving it out. There's no rules against it. I'm giving it out. I'm a tout. <laughs> I sell picks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, you look at the Mavs stats page. And Luca leads almost every single category. It's oh, points, 29.3. Leads the team in rebounds, 10.3. Leads the team in assists, 7.3. Leads the team in steals, 2.3. 2.3 a game. That's really That's high. really good. 
And then KP leads in blocks. He has been my best pick in all the fantasy. Maybe the best pick in that whole fantasy draft was me getting Luka round two, round three. Great fantasy No one player. cares about your fantasy team. Dude, everyone cares about my fantasy team. I scored 1,500 points in a short week. <laughs> the problem is DeLon Wright's their third leading scorer with 11 points per game. And he should be their leading scorer, and that's the issue. But no, I've, I'm, I have loved what I've seen from the NBA this so far. Um, Kyrie might get, get – I hate Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I just get frustrated. <laughs> I wonder why. I get frustrated by Kyrie. Are you a Celtics fan or something? Ugh. Um. And then Shay, you know what Kyrie is? Kyrie's like a girl that like you wanted to sleep with, and you guys hooked up a couple times, but you didn't sleep with her, and she's really hot. And then she left, and she got away, and you just get frustrated. You're like, ah, so close. That's where I'm at with Kyrie. That's where. <laughs> You're just a spurned lover. Yes, it's just like ah, oh, we're so close, Kyrie. <laughs> we could have been great. I was. Could had something. I was imagining our future together. We could have been something. Ah, <sighs> we could have been a contender. <laughs> Could have bet somebody. Also, the Kings. What's going on there? They oh, stink. 0-4, <laughs> man. Woo. Luke Walton's not going to last the All-Star break? No, he will because they, they had I know. Bagley. Um, Thunder, uh, exactly what I expected. Kings might be one of the first teams to get on the trade market. They got some redundant pieces there. Harrison Barnes. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't know who's going to take his contract. But though. What, was, what I did thinking. I say? I'll never give up on him. Yeah, same UNC guy. Harry B. We had the yeah. same, we, we, same conversation. Like, really? I go, I'll never give up on you. go, yeah, UNC guy. <laughs> Harry Barry, dude. I think more of like, you know, they got Bielitsa, maybe Bogdanovich. A piece Bogdanovich puts him in a weird extension situation. Um, True. I, yeah, I know. it's. But yeah, one of the bigger disappointments so far this season. I agree. Oh, Bulls, too. I thought they'd be at least 500. I'm not, I'm they gonna, just play crazy games. I feel like every one of their games has gone down to the wire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Hornets have a win. So, <laughs> how are the Hawks? Hawks have been pretty scrappy, man. Dude, Hawks. They might make the playoffs. They, I think they're gonna. Uh, Trey Young's. He he has. Uh, he's here. He yeah, he hasn't arrived, but he's here. I. That's a fair assessment of <laughs> Trey Young's NBA journey, where he's currently at on his destination. He's here, averaging thirty-four points. Why are these games on NBA TV tonight? Because they're always on NBA TV on Tuesdays. Sometimes it's on TNT, right? No, t- Not uh, until later in the season. Later in the season, it's player only on Tuesdays. I think they got rid of players only. What? Yeah. Why? Because it wasn't <laughs> very good? You know what I hate? Here's the only thing about uh, League Pass, dude. You don't get NBA TV games. Isn't that fucked up? Well, usually NBA TV games are just, they pick up the local broadcast anyway, don't they? No, no, no. They're select NBA TV games every year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. I'm um, sorry. Do you have any French sport updates for us? Um... I could break down some uh, women's college volleyball for you. What's, what's, I could just recap. You know what? Let's recap the semifinals. I told you to watch the Rugby World mm-hmm. Cup. South got? Africa, the Springboks, pull out a gutty win against Wales. Big favorite. Only win by three. I don't really know how rugby scoring works completely. I just know kicks are two, tries are five, something like that. But three points is close. So they escape. England with a huge upset over the All Blacks in New Zealand. First time New Zealand's lost a World Cup match since 2007. Two-time defending champs. That sets up your final Saturday. Bring out the tea. Wake up early if you're on the East Coast, 5 a.m. Or just stay up late with some energy drinks if you're on the West Coast, 2 a.m. England, South Africa, World Cup final. Get ready. Amazing. Watch it. I have chills, Sean. (laughs) Fucking chills. Also, MLS playoffs tonight. Game might get moved. LAFC versus Seattle because of the uh, fires. Then you get tomorrow, you get Atlanta versus uh, Philly? No. Who's Atlanta United playing? I should probably know this. You're asking the wrong Toronto, guy. Toronto, Toronto. That's right. So get ready. MLS playoffs, single elimination, semifinals. Get into it. Soccer. Respect soccer in America. FIFA 12. <laughs> uh, you want to look at what's trending? We have fun ones today. Nothing a bummer, okay? That's good. First one, Renona Ryder. Sean, what are your thoughts on Renona Ryder? I don't know a lot about Renona Ryder. Renona Ryder. I confuse her with Susan Sarandon a lot. Oh, man. Susan Sarandon has my heart. <laughs> Susan Sarandon is on my 69, 69-year-olds. 69 I was 69 list. <laughs> In case you wanted to know. 69. 69-year-olds. 69 I was 69. Um, Helen Mirren. Yes. That's 100% <laughs> on that list. You, you read my mind, Sean. Helen Mirren's a smoke show still. She's 74, but. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. sixty nine and over. Plus, yeah, plus, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Renona Ryder's birthday's today. Cool. 
Disney Plus is trending, and I found this out. If you have Verizon Unlimited, you get Disney Plus free for a year, starting November. A year? 12th. Yes. I don't understand these like network things. I was on a Delta flight this weekend, and it was like free Wi-Fi for T-Mobile customers only. Like, what the heck? What do you have? AT and T. What do I get? Nothing. You might get H. You get like Direct TV options. Oh, you get like bundles, like oh. options. Yeah, I get Disney Plus free for a year, which I'm super pumped for the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian looks sick. It looks. Yeah, cool. I want. I'm all in on Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't even know why. You know what I like about the Mandalorian? They're releasing it once per week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, Disney Plus is cool. Um, I mean, I own most of the movies I would want to watch on <laughs> Disney Plus. But I guess the new Avengers I don't own. So that's cool. What I saw, though, it's going to be a while till all of them are on there. A I lot of other companies still have the rights to a lot of yeah. them. I was surprised that Disney just doesn't have the power to, hey, we got our thing now. Give it back. Uh, yeah, I don't know when the Netflix rights ends for those. Uh, I just remember looking at it, it was longer than I expected. Uh, but yeah, Disney Plus free for a year if you have unlimited Verizon. So that's pretty sick. All right, what else is trending? Uh, Andy Dalton's actually a third because he's got benched. Um, how does Andy? How is, how is he not on the Bears yet? Trade him. Right? Like, what are you doing? I know maybe Andy Dalton's too nice of a guy to demand a trade. I feel like Andy Dalton's really nice. But get him out of there. You're going with Ryan Finley. Like he was okay at NC State. I mean, he's got like prototypical size, and but he never did anything that wowed you. So good luck with that, Zach Taylor. Uh, the Steakhouse Peter Luger's is a uh, trend. Oh, why? Uh, Pete Wells says that it stinks. Did you know that you can only pay in cash or with a, their own credit card? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yes, Sean. I also listen to Dave Chang and Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that sucks, doesn't it? Dude, what you know, a strange business strategy. You know what Steakhouse blew me away with the vibe and the food and the spread here in Vegas? This will be this week's Let's Vegas. Let's Vegas. Lowry's on Flamingo. What? Yeah, Have you been there? Uh, every time I passed by it, I was like, the people who make those spices in the grocery store have a steakhouse? That place has to suck. Dude, so you walk in. <laughs> really confusing setup. Um, we get a seafood tower to start. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is going to be a nice steak place. Then the steaks come. They bring like a cart where like it's cooking on, and they serve it to you, and they like cut it there. But it's more of like a country steak serving, it's like mashed potatoes, green beans, and a steak. And it was just good old fashioned. It was Ohio food. I was gonna say, <laughs> did you feel right at home? Yes. You Midwestern. <laughs> yes, it was a Midwest spread. But I was because like we did a seafood tower to start with great like clams and lobster, and I was like, okay, king crab, Alaskan king crab. Um, really good. So I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna get like, a, like these, like you know, you expect like a Ruth Chris steak to come out. It was a good old country steak, very good. I recommend Lowry's. That's my Let's Vegas. Don't judge a book by its cover, man. Stand corrected. Do not judge a book by its cover. Fantastic key lime pie. What's your favorite pie, Sean? I'm not a huge pie guy. Mm. I'm more of a cake or cookies. It's like cookies, cake, then pie for me. I think I'm ice cream one always. Ice cream is low on my list. I've never loved ice cream as much as everyone else. People always think I'm weird. My mom used to yell at me because she'd like, you know, go in the aisle and she'd use me as a reason to buy ice cream and I just wouldn't want it. Or like, she'd, hey, you know, after the movie, like, let's go get ice cream. I'm like, no, I just oh. want to go home. She'd be like, no, like, let's go get ice cream. Don't you want an ice cream cone? No, no, I'm good. I don't want, I don't want, no, no, like, let's go get ice cream, Sean. Don't you want an ice cream cone? <laughs> yeah, my mom is like, no, I don't know. I never really liked it. My mom would always hit us with, anyone else go for a Dairy Queen? <laughs> Uh, this is actually some news. The Game of Thrones prequel starring Naomi Watts. Yeah, what's up with that? It's not going to series. Wait, what? The it, Naomi Watts one isn't coming? No, it's I not. I thought you were going to talk about the Game of Thrones writers pulling out of Star Wars yeah, they, now. They pulled out of Star Wars, but this... this wow. This, Didn't they start filming already? This pilot is not going to series. This is actually like fucking insane news that they're not... HBO is not picking up a Game of Thrones pilot. Because I know they... Throughout five or so, and this was the one they picked to green light. Yeah, and it's not... Wow. How did I not see this earlier? It's probably too busy reading. The network shot a full pilot in Northern Ireland earlier this year and elected to not pick up the series. Dang, that pilot must have stunk. Dude, it must, that pilot must have sucked. <laughs> Fucking kick some rocks, pilot. So what's up with the... the, 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 the what are they called? B&D boys? Uh, BDSM. Uh, yeah, D.B. Weiss and D.B. Cooper. Um, I think... Uh, D.B. Cooper, that's not his name. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy like came on set and canned them. Like, they, they didn't like the direction they were going. They said they wanted to take uh, 
want to take the fantasy out of Star Wars. I don't know if they're trying to Game of Thrones. Like, you know, Game of Thrones kind of just like threw dicks in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they just tried to throw some dicks in the Star Wars. And Disney was like, hey, this like, what hey, are you doing over here? Put those dicks away. This is a Disney company. Oh, I'm reading here. They said their schedule is full. You already signed. What? Yeah, whatever. Oh, they signed, they signed a deal with Netflix. To do what? I don't know. They stink. They ruined the end. This this article I was reading just autoplayed to a video of Amelia Clark. And she is just like one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Agreed. Uh, my group chat has. Well, I don't want to. Never mind. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. This is episode. It's just two. she's very similar to Daisy Ridley in Star Wars, and there's very heated debates of who's no. a better leading actress in a fantasy series. Uh, Amelia Clark, 100. percent I think Daisy Ridley is very annoying. What? Yeah, I think she's a terrible actress. Okay, hot take. I thought your uh, Titans pick was out there, but this is... No, dude. This is too much. Daisy Ridley, no way. Hard pass on her acting ability, and I don't think she's that cute. Okay. I'm not saying she's ugly, because that's the meanest word anyone can say on this earth. Amelia Clark is uh, the perfect woman. Woman. Women. Maybe she's that that powerful. Um... (laughs) All right, Sean. Episode two to fifth. Episode two of fifteenth man. How do you think we're doing? I think we're gonna finish up with a little uh, Jesus is King recap. Oh shit! Yeah. Dude. So, did you listen to it? Yeah, I like it. So I listened to it for the first time. I know it's been delayed, delayed, delayed. I'm full disclosure, huge Kanye West fan, despite his antics. I think he's a very largely misunderstood individual. But so the album been delayed, delayed, really hyped. You know, it was called Gandhi. It was called this. It was called that. Finally comes out. When I saw it was only 27 minutes, I was like, oh, what the heck? We waited all this time for 27 minutes? Then I heard the first song, like, listened to it all the way through. I was kind of disappointed because I loved all the Sunday service stuff he was doing. Like, I wasn't opposed to bringing in the gospel part of it. Like, I thought it was a cool, like, mix of, like, hip-hop and gospel. Like, I wasn't one of those people who's like, oh, I don't want to go to church. You know, I want to listen to rap music. No, like, I liked the combination. Just felt like something was missing there. Like, a lot of it, you know, gets in a spoken word a little bit and... Then I listened to it a second time. I was like, you know what? You know, it's missing kind of like, you know, those 808s that really like brought in some of his earlier albums, just kind of mm-hmm. that driving beat that he's so yeah. good at. And a lot of that's not there. Then I listened to it again. I was like, you know what? It's actually really good. Like every hour, like had me bowed my head. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sela, Sela, the second song on the album was every really good. Hour. Every hour. And then like after, there was some songs that I still can't get into, but largely I ended up liking it. And then I listened to the interview he did with Zane Lowe. And just to get like a little bit i know people love the clown on kanye call him crazy because he's been eccentric he's been out there but i feel like he's largely misunderstood when you're an individual who's in the spotlight that much and i know he's cocky and people hate when people are cocky because he calls himself amazing all the time because he is a ridiculous amazing artist one of our generational talents he's been largely influential not just in music but in like fashion now and just kind of like concert production so many different things right but I feel like people always just want to hate on him because he says these crazy things. If if people, if everything you, every time you did something different or just tried to do something unusual or tried to just had an idea and said it out loud and people called you crazy over and over and over, I feel like that would get exhausting to the point where you would start saying crazy things just to see how people would react where you, people are just constantly criticizing you all the time. And I know he's dealt with mental health. Uh, issues as well where he's been you know like diagnosed with bipolar and been so up and down that I feel like a lot of people misjudge him just based off of kind of when he has those highs of saying eccentric things because people have been calling him crazy his whole career that eventually gets to you you know I feel like he's actually like a really creative person who's just trying to do something different sometimes and now he's he bought thousands of acres in Wyoming and is building his own campus to like manufacture his own clothes and stuff and basically like bring manufacturing back and build it all in-house. Like I know some of his clothes are way too expensive and he still needs to fix that because I remember when he first started, he wanted to bring, you know, fashion, high fashion to the people with those prices, Kanye, you're not bringing it to anybody. But yeah, I feel I just feel like Kanye is largely misunderstood. And this album is another example of that, of people just kind of ripping on. Oh, you know, oh, he's all Christian now. No, he's just trying to cover up for all of his past mistakes. Like, no, this guy's like, if you listen to him talk, he's fully bought in. Like, Jesus has really like saved him to a point where he's a completely different person. Like he had when people were featured on the album, he told them like basically like to abstain from like uh, extra. What's the word? Like not cheating. Extra. Extramarital yeah, affairs. extramarital affairs. Yes, 
and then you know like he's just like fully bought in and i feel like he's a changed person and it really shows in this album it's definitely an, an interesting listen sorry i rambled on there no, but that was, that's my kanye that was, that was a great ramble not, not, you went down a lot of avenues i did not expect um i'm a kanye guy I've been a Kanye guy my whole life. My dad, I remember my dad bought his first album and we listened to it a lot when it first came out. The Jesus Walks video used to scare me because it ended with a tornado and I was terrified of tornadoes as a kid. Uh, so I've been exposed to Kanye since his first album, since it first came out. Growing up 45 minutes south of Chicago, a lot of kids, big Kanye fans. I was a huge Kanye fan. The beats aren't here on this one. They don't mm-hmm. sound like old Kanye, but the way he raps sounds like old Kanye on some of these songs. Use This Gospel sounds like it could be on one of the first three albums, which I really appreciate because those are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's the thing. Kanye made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's one of the best albums of the last 20... That's one of the best albums ever. Maybe 30, 40 years. Um, he's never going to make anything like it again. He's just not... Sadly. It's his magnus opus. Uh, Life of Pablo... I like Life of Pablo. I like five songs. Yay, I like maybe two songs. This album, I like three songs. And, you know, if I like three songs off of an album that's only got 27 minutes on it, that's a pretty good hit rate. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Um, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I don't... Do you want to rank them? I mean, is it too early to put it in the Kanye studio album's rankings? My, my, my least favorite is 808s. Really? Uh, I, don't, I don't like that album okay, at all. I'm not going to judge. You just go. Go down your list. And then you go, yay. I'll, I'll go bottom and top. 808, bottom. Uh, yay, second to last. Um, life of uh, Jesus, then Life of Pablo. Then the first three just depends on my mood. <laughs> on where I'm putting those. And then my beautiful for Dark Twisted Fantasy. Did I miss one? Um, no, yeah. Miss. Did you say Jesus? Yeah, Jesus. It goes <laughs> 808, yay. This and yay are like a toss-up. There's Ye- nine, so. Jesus. You did this with really, I'm, I'm terrible at giving power rankings. I did this with the NBA. You're the Scott Van Pelt of lists. Yeah, yeah I'm so bad at them. My beautiful Arturus fantasy is my favorite, and then the first three albums are a toss up, and then do what, do what you want with the fucking rest. Okay, man. All right, I say Get the fuck out of my face. Dark Twisted Fantasy one, late registration two, graduation three, uh, life uh, college dropout four, life of Apollo five. I'm gonna go. Oh, what was that? What was that I'm gonna go eight oh eight six. Wrong. Jesus is king seven. Jesus eight. Yay nine. Yeah, respectable. Uh, Which one did you say was wrong? Oh, eight oh eight. Eight oh eight sucks. Eight oh eight's just. Bro, eight oh eight is amazing. I just have. Because every time I listen to eight oh eight, I just think of him in those fucking glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, you yeah. know what bothers me? So I had tickets to Lollapalooza the year he was supposed to headline. He pulls out. I forgot who replaced him. It was like the Killers or something last minute. I had tickets to Coachella. He pulled out because they wouldn't build a dome for him. He's ducking you. I had tickets to the St. Pablo tour. was going to fly all the way to Boston for it. He cancels it after like five shows. I was going to go to the Yeezus tour. No one wanted to drive with me to Tampa from Orlando. I'm scared that I'm never going to see Kanye West live. I've been lucky to see a lot of people live. Kanye West is at the top of the list for me. I'm also now more terrified that even if he does tour again, it's not gonna, he's not going to play anything from before he found Jesus. So I saw him in like show two of uh, St. Pablo. Yeah, and with the he, floating stage. Yeah, with the floating stage. And then I saw Kendrick maybe eight months later. Kendrick blew him out of the fucking water. See, I've only seen Kendrick once before he got really big. It was like right when Mad City was going. Okay. Yeah, uh, I saw them pretty pretty close time frame of each other. And Kendrick, the Kanye album was great. It was fun. But the the, the Kendrick, uh, I mean, concert, the Kendrick concert, maybe up with Pearl Jam is like best concert I've ever been to. And Paul McCartney. Kendrick Lamar was a hell of a live performer. When I saw Kendrick Lamar, it was, you know, before he got huge and it was at a festival. He did two songs, walked off. Everyone thought he was done. Then he came back and did like five more into his hour set. But he was gone for like 15 minutes. Like, where did he go? He did a lot of Kung Fu when I saw him. Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny now. Yeah, but he's awesome. I've heard he's a great. I need yeah. to see him again. I didn't get good. on the last the damn tour, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, I'm Kanye West, top of the list, and now I'm scared that he's either never gonna tour again or when he does, I'll still go. It'll be cool, like see Sunday service live or whatever he ends up doing, but I feel like he's not gonna play you yeah. know, like Gold Digger's not coming out ever again. <laughs> he 
he played he did some cool shit when I saw him. Um Jack White said that the tour he did, I forgot which one it was, but it was the one where he was wearing masks and like had a mountain on the stage. And he talked about it in his interview saying that like he lost money on that tour because his set design was just so expensive. <laughs> that tour I wanted to go to so bad. If Jack White saying is one of the greatest tours he's ever seen. And I feel like this is a great artist that I'm never gonna see live. Like when he did the uh I think he headlined a couple festivals and he would come out just floating over the stage. Like I'm never gonna see that. Top of my list is Bruce Springsteen. I've gotta get I've got really? I gotta get that fucker. Of the three hour shows he does? Dude, I love the E Street Band, man. I love Bruce. I, I go deep on Bruce. I, I go deep into Bruce's catalog. Um, all right, that's episode two. We'll talk to you guys Friday. Do a big NBA deep dive. We have to find out like something weird to start doing on Fridays too. Oh, you know what? Um, we, we might do a little thing with Rooster. Rooster will be in here. An old, uh, old, um, old. Uh, not a series regular, but an old favorite, and I recommend. And then we might throw in a couple crazy ideas. We're going to break down the QB face power ratings and yes. also the second best way to die. So stay tuned. I like that.